Good morning. Yes, it is Money Talk with James Ross, seven minutes to nine, and time for our view from Taiwan. And I'm pleased to be joined on the line by Ross Feinkold uh, from SafePro. Ross, good morning. Good morning. Uh, nice to have you on the show. Uh, the IMF uh, has maintained that uh, Taiwan's GDP uh, growth forecast uh, is 2.1%. We've heard uh, interest rate rises uh, going up again in the US. What is the, the general economic outlook at the moment uh, in Taiwan? How, how are you guys feeling it? Well, as usual, Taiwan is very sensitive to uh, global conditions, and, and including or especially uh, for uh, IT product spending. And there, there was this great cycle of people working from home. People were buying new computers and new devices, new tablets, et cetera, et cetera. It was great for Taiwan's uh, IT sector and for yeah. exports. Uh, but uh, you know, we seem to be slowing down, and, and the tech companies, including the semiconductor companies here, they've indicated that, right? There, there's inventory, uh, the outlook, uh, even if it's not bleak, it's certainly slowing down, uh, and that's reflected in the GDP uh, numbers. So, uh, in a way, it's just not a surprise looking at this from the Taiwan perspective, simply because of the high sensitivity Taiwan has to the global economic cycle. I, it is so linked, as you say, to uh, trade and, of course, to uh, you know geopolitical tensions and uh, security issues. Yeah, well, we can't get away from that either. And we have an election here in Taiwan next January. So, of course, uh, uh, the state of the economy, like in many other elections, will become uh, one of the hot topics, as well as security and uh, Taiwan's relationship with China, of course, will be a, a main topic of the upcoming uh, election as well. But we, we hear, obviously, it goes without saying, uh, Taiwan is constantly in the conversation in U.S.-China relations. And uh, in a way, that hasn't changed because it's that's mm. been the situation for decades, uh, uh, but, but we see constantly uh, Chinese government officials emphasizing again, uh, if there's one issue above all that, that is uh, you know, crucial in the bilateral relationship from their perspective, it, it's Taiwan. But then from the U.S. perspective, if they're talking about what are the issues, and I say issues plural, in the bilateral relationship, Taiwan is one among a number of issues. Does that uh, tension have a day-to-day pressure on business sentiment uh, in Taipei? Uh, I'll tell you the interesting thing there is, uh, again, you know, we, we've been living and working in this part of the world for, for, for a long time. We're used to cycles of, of, of tension in the U.S.-China relationship or, or other uh, issues similar uh, around the region, whether that's Japan-Korea or, or North Korea and South Korea, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, but, but for so long, it seemed like uh, investors, whether it was the domestic industry here in Taiwan or foreign investors, people, uh, hedge funds, uh, long funds buying in the Taiwan stock market or, or multinational companies with bricks and mortar investment here in Taiwan. Yeah, they sort of just went along to, okay, we get it. China-Taiwan has some tensions, and, and it's a factor in the U.S.-China relationship. But but there wasn't really much concern about uh, the impact of geopolitical risk on your money that's here in Taiwan. But now we see that changing, and investors are, are asking about that. And they're clearly more concerned about that than they were in the past. Uh, chip makers and chips generally, of course, drive the economy in a big way in Taiwan. Uh, Bloomberg reporting that Taiwanese chip maker TSMC is in talks with partners to spend as much as $11 billion to build a new factory in Germany. Uh, I guess that bit of outreach is uh, is pretty important. 
It'll happen. I'd be really surprised if this doesn't become a reality. TSMC has put a lot of money into the United States. And, uh, you know, fair is fair. So they'll do something similar in in Europe. And there's uh, massive subsidies will be on offer uh, from the European Union, the German federal government, German state government, uh, very similar to the massive subsidies provided by the CHIPS Act uh, in the United States, as well as, again, state and local subsidies. Uh, And TSMC has made it abundantly clear the only way they could do this, whether in the United States or Europe, is with subsidies. And even with the subsidies, uh, there's recent media reports about the, the the price that they have to charge customers for chips made in the U.S. is going to be a lot more than what they charge for chips made uh, in, in Taiwan. But it's still going to happen. And Germany has, has been eagerly courting TSMC, uh, even a, a rare visit by a German minister uh, to Taiwan uh, not long ago, a technology, a technology minister. Uh, and that was part of the, the courtship. Uh, so this will happen. It's just a question of when. Uh, but, but the important thing to keep in mind there, one, is, again, it requires subsidies. Uh, the price will probably be higher for customers. And ultimately, whether it's Arizona or Germany, it's still only going to be a small uh, percentage of TSMC's overall production, which uh, for the medium to long term will still remain mostly here in Taiwan. And just briefly in closing, you know, as we've already said, um, chips will continue to be a key part of uh, Taiwan's economy. Uh, yes, as will be uh, some of those signals we've seen from U.S. government officials recently. Uh, and then they kind of walk back from it because Taiwan is, is such an important friend to the U.S., but they'll say, like, oh, you know, that, that's a bit risky to have that much chip production in one location. Ross Van Gold is Business Development Director at uh, uh, SafePro Group in Taipei. Thank you.